0: Urban Outfitters' a newly rental business turned a profit this past quarter. According to Retail Dive, newly sales soared 86%, wow. or $30 million, thanks to a 68% increase in subscribers compared to last year, according to the company's earnings presentation. The rental unit's gross profit more than doubled year over year to $17 million and gross margin expanded 322 basis points to 25.5%, thanks mostly to an increase in the monthly subscription fee. And most notably, this is important, folks, operating income also reached $300,000 from a $3 million loss a year ago. And why do you think Newly is seeing these results? Have they cracked the code on anything important
1: in your opinion? A hundred percent newly really way ahead of everybody else in this space. They are thinking about it. If we like this, might be we have our retail awards coming up. Like, mm. this might be one of my most strategic retailer award winners right now because or like newcomer of the year or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, it's a yeah, good award. I mean, we should do we for a while, but yeah. like, look, they've created the perfect flywheel. They are hitting every possible consumer need here, not just one like we're seeing with Rent the Runway or Stitch Fix or something. One, you can buy products directly through all of their channels, through Urban Outfitters, Free People, Anthropology. Newly product is available as another component to, like, if you're searching jackets, you could buy a jacket that's been a Newly product that's a little bit less, gets you into that, you know, that echelon of brand that you want to get into at a lower price point. Then you can just rent the clothes. You have the rental option, which is a very popular option. It's from top brands. This is something that people know and love. And then they're able to buy those clothes, which I know a lot of my friends who use this service, which I have a lot of them who do, they are loving the purchasing option from this because they can try before they buy, like they know Mm -hmm. exactly how it's going to fit. They can wear it Mm. and then, you know, hang on to it again at that lower price point. And now they're doing selling and shopping, uh, in thrift. So you don't have to be putting, uh, anthropology or free people or urban outfitters products into their thrift store. They're basically taking Poshmark's model. And instead of giving cash back, now they're feeding it into back into this flywheel where you can now rent clothes. You can buy clothes. Like they are using every part of the animal or animal print in this case. Uh, and they're making money off of every touch point. So I think like. They're just, they're doing it all so well. Product quality is there, shopping experience, customer service is there, and that really hasn't been the case with a lot of the other ones that have come before them. So I am not surprised at all. I don't know if you've even like they do have men. I don't know if you've taken a look, but they have men's products too. <laughs> do sure. It's probably, I'm sure, if you look at how, where this like yeah. this uh, success is coming from, it's likely not the men's line. But have you? Did, what are you thinking about this? Did you get a chance to check it out?
0: Yeah, it's probably undoubtedly not the men's line. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think, uh, first of all, I just love doing this show with you. God, it makes me so happy, Ed. It just makes me so happy. It just always brings a smile to my face doing this show with you every week. Um, I, I think you're- I My,
1: your my so- bad jokes about you're, the you're, animal
0: you're, print? The animal print, that was what set it off for me. I was like, oh my God, I just love doing this show with you. But I wanted you to know that. But, um, you know, so the, I mean, for me, I don't, I, I think you're bringing up awesome points. I mean, the only thing I would add here is I think, or I'd em- maybe emphasize again, partially, and then maybe add one element. The, em- the point I would emphasize is, it's a really interesting model for a brand that wants to get into resale and rental of their own product categories, right? Of their own products, of their own brands, of their right. all their all that all that's under their portfolio. That's number one. The second piece is the subscription revenue. Like they increased the cost of their subscription, and people were willing to pay for it. And so it yeah. shows that for people where this matters, and it's an important part of how they want to live going forward, i.e., I- a sus- more sustainable lifestyle. People that can't afford it are willing to pay for it. And I think that's an important thing too, as you start to try to figure out or uncover new business models about how these things can work. And so I think people shouldn't be as afraid to dip their toe into it, especially knowing that they could try it that way from the get-go.
1: Yeah. I think that's a really important point to call out, Chris. And that's, You know, rent the runway increased prices, stitch fix increased prices, but the quality of the service was not there. And you're absolutely right. Like you can't just do this if you don't have the quality, it cannot be we're just going to keep dumping it on you to make up for the losses that we have as a business. So
0: when you want to know what you're going to get inside that brand too, the other thing about those, those are like more marketplaces. They're pulling from all kinds of different stuff. You don't know why, how, or why they're getting their product. Like, are they getting them on discount when they're ordering them all kinds of, all kinds of merchandising questions that go into that, but you don't have that in this self-contained universe that urban outfitters is operating newly under. Right. Exactly.